Hello, parents, homeschoolers, and teachers. Trusty narrator here from the Who Smarted podcast. Our 15-minute episodes are perfect for car rides, bedtime, break time, class time, or any time. We make learning science and history fun and funny for 7 to 11-year-olds with new episodes every week. Look for Who Smarted on any podcast platform or at whosmarted.com. And teachers get a free subscription to our ad-free version by clicking educators at whosmarted.com. Today from the new thriller, Nope, it's leading lady Kiki Palmer. Cover girl confession. What singing superstar Lizzo once did to go to a Destiny's Child concert. We're talking about it. From Rockefeller Plaza in New York City, it's today with Hoda and Jenna. It all starts right now. in for Hoda. By the way, I love coming here, you guys. Can I get a hand? <laughs> for this woman right here. No, no, for you, Justin. Okay, wait, let's get a hand for you because I was looking at Instagram yeah. and I saw pictures of you with farm animals. Yeah, yeah. Are you okay? You know what? I was shook at first. Yeah, so, wow. Yeah. Wow, that's a look. You know what the thing is? <laughs> let me just let you guys know something. Us gay men, we don't care where we are, we're gonna get a photo op, okay? We're gonna turn something into a photo op. And when I signed up for this show, we decided to do this thing called Justin in the City. Yeah. But for some reason, someone thought it'd be fun to put me on Fear Factor yesterday, okay? okay. And they took me outside the city, but I actually where had did they take the you? best time. It's at the Backer Farm. It's a family who's owned the farm for over 100 Amazing. years. And they grow and farm everything and sell it back to the people in the community and give it to shelters and the hospitals. We have a whole package on it coming up. But, you know, I had to go and get my, my grandma on a I little bit. I was going to say, was it, I mean, was it for, the, for the gram or for our show or a little bit of both? A little bit of both. A little bit but I'm going to take you back there one I day. I heard you were excited because the cows were vegan, the animals were vegan. No, I was excited because I ran into some of my exes there in the pig pen, okay? <laughs> um, okay, Lizzo, y'all, she's on the cover of L.U.K. Uh -huh. Her new album is out. She was just here last week yes, on the show. Yes, and she said in an interview that when she was 10 years old, her family moved to Houston, a.k.a. Beyonce's hometown, and she admits she once skipped school to attend a Destiny's Child album signing and performance at Walmart in Houston. Oh my gosh. Have you ever skipped school? But don't you totally get why she would do that? Oh, by the it's way, I would have been in the Destiny's Child. I would have been in the front seat, okay? <laughs> I would have been in the front seat. Um, what about you? You grew up in Louisiana. Yes. We weren't very close to Beyonce. Houston was too far. But I've skipped school a few times. What'd you skip for? <sighs> Is this daytime TV? Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to skate. Okay. The best part is that Tali, our executive producer, is like... Keep, keep it PG. <laughs> She's like so scared of me. Standards and practices is right here, ready to yank me off. It's okay? true. No, I skipped school because everybody at my high school had a side hustle. Okay. So most guys at my school sold like PB&J sandwiches yes. for the football players yes. or they made protein shakes. My locker was in the girls, like, basically in the girls' dormitory. Yes. Oh, was it a dormitory? Was it a boarding school? No, but, like, there's, like, the girls' sides of the lockers oh, okay. and the boys. Okay. And I always had it by my girlfriends because okay. I love my girlfriends. Yeah. And once a month, they would all fight, 
and bum tampons from one another. Yes. So I used to go to Costco, <laughs> buy the tampons, bring them back to school, and what I would do is I would sell them to people. Your side hustle was to sell a tampon. I was tampon king. <laughs> I was tampon king. I had people had special requests. I had OB. I had no applicator. I was so good. The school was like, why do you do this? And I was like, because you Did guys. Did you get in trouble? I didn't get in trouble, but what happened was the school found out about it. They put me in the office. They were like, this is really funny, but we want to know why you do it. And I was like, well, gas is 325 and I have a car. <laughs> but also, you guys don't give. Any, they didn't have the free tampon? They didn't have the free tampon machine. Yeah. They got the free tampon machine after that. So everybody at that high school, if you're getting free tampons, it's because of me. Well, I want to just say that you changed the fabric of that high school. I really did. I mean, imagine what would have happened if you were president of that school. Imagine if Playtex would just <laughs> give me... The, the ad that I need. Give me the commercial, playtest. I don't know that you're who they're targeting. <laughs> so I'm not sure you're the one they're targeting, but maybe. Have you ever skipped school? Uh, yes. I feel like your parents would find out in two seconds, though. They sort of did, yeah. My dad actually used to run. I went to Austin High School, which is like the big public school in Austin, and there was a smoking section yes. down back in the day when people still smoked. Now none yeah. of the kids smoke. No. Right? Everybody's vaping. Um, yeah. Well, that's not good. Horrible. Yeah. So anyway, they would smoke out down by the the Lake Austin where where we would run. And my dad, there's a running trail. So my dad would run past like the smoking section. He was the governor. And <laughs> <laughs> he'd always like every once in a while, and it wasn't me, but he'd glimpse at some of my and pals that were down there. He'd be like, Hey Michelle, you know. <laughs> like, would he call the parents? No, no. My parents were cool. Let me tell you something. My mother, anyone grew up with a black mom in the studio? Yeah, there were. Back there? <laughs> my mother used to say, if I have to leave my paying job to come down to that school, yeah. I will. And Did I'd she be ever like, have to? Oh, she came down once or twice. <laughs> and I regret it 100%. <laughs> and she, but that was her thing. She was like, if I have to leave my well-paying job yes. to come here for you. So I didn't really get in trouble. No, I didn't either. I was scared of everything. I was a, I was like on the member of the student council. I was getting those free tampon machines just with my voice. <laughs> um, okay, wait, y'all, this is big news. And since we have Justin here, we have to talk about it. Beyonce just released the track list for her upcoming al album, Renaissance. And I just want to remind everyone, I will not be available on July 29th because That's... I have 16 songs to listen to. Wait, honestly, where are you in, on July 29th? Tell the truth. Oh, I'm, I'm on a boat somewhere. I'm embarrassed. In the south of France? No, maybe, kind of. <laughs> Wait, honestly, you are living your best life. You're going to be on the south of France listening to Renaissance? With my best girlfriend, with a glass of Domaine Odd, and I swear to you, if there's not a hot man, like, in my rearview mirror, I'm going to be upset. Wait, I'm, I'm confused about what I'm doing wrong in life. You know what I mean? Can I come back as Justin Sylvester? You know what? You, you don't feel bad. Okay. Because when you get to go home and you get to hug those That's three, true. four beautiful kids and your husband's there waiting with a hot toddy oh. and, you know, you get to put on your vacuum. That's true. And really feel it. That's true. Just know that I am miserable <laughs> drinking cold rosé <laughs> in the south of France and I am thinking about the life I don't have. <laughs>
Okay. Just know that, that. By the way, that's not true at all. I was telling him some stories about my children today and waking up early, and he's that was just warning enough to hold you off for a little bit. Am I right? The fact that you think that waking up at 10 a.m. is like a gift. No, 10 a.m. Oh, yeah. That's like She was like, oh, my God, I got to wake up at 10 a.m.? Well, that never happens. I'm like, seven, oh. Waking up at 7 a.m. is the gift. That's a Sunday. And that's my first wake up, okay? Because I go, I do the wake up, use the restroom, get a water, and go back oh. till 1.30. To 1.30? You sleep till 1.30? Yes, and then I wake up. I thought up. you were a good church-going boy. I get the Saturday. I get the Saturday service. The five o'clock Saturday <laughs> is my service because that the is only, not true. No, no, no. I do the Saturday. You know, before COVID, I was a Saturday night service. Okay. But now my only is that church, where Justin Bieber is? No, they go on Thursdays. Oh. You can't get into the Justin Bieber church. There's a wait list. Oh, there is. Yes. Can we get you on that wait list? You know what? I think it would be too much pressure. Okay. If I saw Haley Bieber at church, I wouldn't concentrate. <laughs> That's so true. All right, we got to get back to the Beyonce list. That was a sidetrack. Okay, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you think these, thong these songs are about? The first one, Thick. You know what? I think this one is about the body and embracing your body yes. and being comfortable with not only who you are, but confident in it. Yeah, ooh, mm -hmm. great. Okay, what about Church Girl? I think Church Girl's about me. <laughs> I think she was like, I'm going to write a song about that guy on E called Church Girl because you already know. Okay? Okay. What about cuff it? Can I just ask you? Yeah. Is cuff it like a sexual term? Cuff it is actually not a sexual okay. term. Okay. Think about cuffing season. When somebody wants to cuff something, they want to lock it down. Oh. So she's probably telling the men to cuff it up. Oh. Like, put a ring on it. Put a ring on it. It's the second. Put a ring on it. Oh, look I love at that. you. Yeah, yeah. Is that, does that look good, that dance move? Kind of. We'll work on it. <laughs> okay. Plastic off the sofa. What's that about? Oh, my God. That's when you have money. Like, <laughs> if you grew up in the hood, your grandmother always had the plastic on the sofa, and she never took it off unless somebody nice was coming. <laughs> but she bought the furniture in 1979, and it still looks brand new because you couldn't sit on it. And if it was too hot in the summer, your butt would stick to it. So when you have money and you've made it, you take the plastic off that sofa. Oh, Justin, <laughs> you're always the best. Okay, have you ever sent a you up text? I'm going to lie right here on TV. You guys will have to wait to find out. Plus, Jenna, when we play He Said, She Said after this. It's going to be fun. Love you. Join Hoda Kotb for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. If you ever needed to be persuaded that bad things can happen anywhere, then take a journey with us. From compelling mysteries to in-depth investigations, our Dateline episodes are available as podcasts. Follow Dateline NBC now to get new episodes every Tuesday. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com.
Great storytelling with a twist from the True Crime Original. Welcome back on this Thursday. Justin Sylvester is in for Hoda. And since Justin is here, we wanted to play a special game that we like to call He Said, She Said. Yes! All right, this is how it's going to work. We're going to hit this button right here, and it's going to reveal a topic for us to talk on. All yes. right, you ready? Mm -hmm. I'm you, ready. Would you like to hit it? Please. Okay. Wow, it's... All right, let's okay, see here what it we go. Guys wearing shorts to the office. Okay, a recent Wall Street Journal article <laughs> debated whether men wearing cargo shorts and flip-flops to the office would get in trouble. What do you think? Is the office dress code still a thing? Um, I think it depends on the office because we speak with a correspondent named Justin Sylvester mm -hmm. every Tuesday. Who is that guy? Um, he's this very handsome. Oh. Yeah, he lives in L.A. Anyway, sometimes when they put the camera at a certain angle when he doesn't know, we see a lot of man thigh. You know what? A lot. You know what? He's doing the Lord's work, okay? <laughs> he is doing the Lord's work. What do you think? You know what? Since there are several men in here wearing cargo shorts, no, I'm going to go oh, with... Oh, there are! Yeah, I'm going to go with... <laughs> oh, I'm going to go with... Yeah! Freedom of shorts. Wear it, sister. Flaunt it. Okay? Wait, yes. there are three men. Wait, four men wearing cargo shorts. And not just any shorts, but cargo shorts. By the way, what They're are... They're everywhere. Y'all get together. Get together and let's take go take a picture. By the way, do you guys... Y'all get like together. Everybody, he wants a picture with men in, men in shorts. Come By on. The way, come over here. Come on. I let's go. Know, come on. On three, you're going to take on. everything out of the shorts? Because no, no. I want to know what's in the shorts. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. All right. I mean, do y'all have a deal with Old Navy? What is going okay, on? Okay, let's go. Ready? Say men in shorts. <laughs> men in shorts. All right. There we go. <laughs> you know what, though? Those are New York cargo shorts because in L.A., honey, they would be Hoochie Daddy certified. Okay? Yeah, let's yeah. go next. All right. Let's do it. Oh my gosh, that's, oh, <laughs> it's a little delayed, our right? graphics department. Okay, you up texts. I feel like this was a setup. I'll just tell you something about a you up text. Tell me about it. When you are married to somebody for an extended amount of time, you're no longer texting in the middle of the night. No. It's more like this. Daddy, daddy, <laughs> mommy. Daddy, you hear a child calling in the middle of the night from some distant place. And it's not the And you roll you over and you <laughs> elbow the person and you say, you up. Oh. You up, let's go. Oh, that's go. a whole new thing. It's very sexy. It is it. Right? And if your man says yes. If my man says yes, then it usually doesn't happen that way. Guess who's usually up? You. Me. Well, you know what? You shouldn't have made the first move. You should have pretended like you were dead, like you were like a bear was coming. You just pretend like you're asleep, that you're not awake. Wait, will you tell me what your you up text, what that means in your life, please? Listen, if a man sends me a you up text 
and it's before 7.30 p.m., that means that you know my life, and you are down with my schedule, and you already yes. know. And I'm like, you know what? You are responsible, you are respectful, come right on over. Yes, exactly, okay, good. But yeah, come right on over. You're the same as me. But don't marry people. Bed before people, 60 minutes, yeah. But, but don't marry people, kind of have a U of text, like when you know both kids are at camp, one kid has an afternoon, thing like you know what's happening don't no, you no we're not talking about this coming up next the actress and singer who turns heads everywhere she goes oh yes the fabulous kiki palmer we'll check out her new movie nope and so much more after this coming up tomorrow hoda and i scoop up some sweet summer relief behind an ice cream counter and get your summer loving on when we tackle your relationship dilemmas plus we team up with two plaza pals for a summer showdown that's all tomorrow on hoda and jenna it is hard to believe kiki palmer is only 28 years old since her acting debut in barbershop 2 Nearly 20 years ago, Kiki has appeared in more than 60 TV shows and movies. Now you can add one more to that list. Kiki starring in Jordan Peele's thriller, Nope. She plays Emerald, who may have captured footage of a UFO, which she and her brother are hoping to cash in on. Come on out, Kiki! <laughs> Kiki! So good to We're see you so guys. happy you're here. Oh Thank you for having Congratulations. me. Congratulations. Get to give a little French yeah. moment. Okay, first of all, you're looking beautiful. Shout out to Wayman uh, Micah and Christopher John Rogers. Yes. He's such a talent, and so are you. I got Thank to you. watch uh. this, this film, which had me, like, both <sighs> terrified and also... Um, laugh, yeah, laughing. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. First of all, Jordan Peele is a crazy talent. Yes. He is. But you are effervescent in this. Oh you shine God. so bright. What did it feel like to be part of it? Thank you so much. I mean, it feels so much fun. I mean, obviously, I'm a huge fan of Jordan, and this is like a different type of, of film that he's done before. Yeah. Um, the, the, the style yes. is just really unique, uh, but there's always this big, overwhelming message. So for me, I was just focused on making sure that I was able to, you know, do what I needed to do yeah. to get the story told. Yeah, now, a lot of what's been pointing out about this film it's that it's about what could be how does this come out in this film oh man you know i think that's the whole spectacle concept, right? right? Yeah. There's something that our, our the two lead characters, myself and Daniel's brother and sister, they discover something in the sky. Yeah. And then they're on this journey, both for different reasons, of finding out what is it exactly. You know, Daniel's character, OJ, just is curious. And then my character's kind of like, what can we, how can we get ahead yeah. of this? How can mm -hmm. we exploit this? And through that journey, it's really just kind of more so an observation of how many of us in today's society are obsessed with outside things, yes. validation, exploiting, you know, yes. getting everything on footage, you know? Yeah. So, but let's be real. Kiki's in her backyard having a cocktail with her <laughs> homegirls, and she sees a UFO. Who is Kiki calling first? Honey, aside from talking to the girls that I'm with, yeah. I'm calling my mama. You know I'm on Kiki Sharon on the line? Sharon, you'll never believe what I just seen. That's always what goes down. We have to talk about your mom. Uh, we have this picture of you all in front of the oh. Nope billboard somewhere, oh hopefully. But also, it? I've read so much about how she sort of, there we are. Yeah. Like, how she made you feel like you could do anything. Absolutely. My mother, uh, my family has, uh, they've been such a great support system for me. And my mom specifically, you know, she and I both were always on this kind of road together. You know, thick as thieves, yeah. uh, battling throughout every ups and downs of this industry. Yeah. So just, for us to continue to have these new moments, even after 20 years, I think it just, it, we're just feeling so blessed is the best way to explain it. I feel like Sharon doesn't play. No. <laughs> like, I feel like if you get
get on set and someone's like, Kiki, you gonna do this, and I know you don't feel comfortable, but do it anyway, I feel like Sharon's like, hello? Oh no, honey, it's happened before. Sharon has cussed some directors out. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes! I remember one time on the Killing the Beast set, we weren't, they, you know, she felt like my schooling wasn't yes. a priority. She was like, y'all not gonna have her on a movie about a girl spelling, and she don't know how to read. She was like, not playing with them. Sharon didn't play. Sharon oh doesn't play. And you know what? Like, that, I, I read your Glamour cover story, which was so oh, profound, because you beautiful. talked about saying no. Yeah. And the power of it. And and we and also like that you feel comfortable now being like, listen, like I'm gonna put up my own boundaries. Yeah. Like how does that how has that changed? I think it could just get hard for us, right? I mean, especially as a child entertainer, you yeah. just always want to be so agreeable. Yeah. I think, mm -hmm. you know, I think it's a part and of, a woman. And you know what I mean? I think it's a part of maturing and saying, it's okay to say no, I can't do this. And it's 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 like a big part of self-love and also knowing that you can give your best. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I think that's the way that I help myself transition to understanding that it's okay to say no know is that at the end of the day, all I want to do is do my best. And if I'm giving too much and I'm spread too thin, then how can I give yeah. my best? Yes. So that really made it easy for me to say, just say no, girl. Yeah. But how do you like, because I know a lot of actors in Hollywood think, go into it like this could be the last job. Yeah. Exactly. And yes. how do you get over that fear of like, if you take a break, that it's not going to come back? Well, I'll tell you, I think it's just faith. It's faith, uh, you know, and that's something that we all are on our own personal journeys with, uh, whether it's a spiritual thing or just faith in yourself and to know that what's for me is truly for me. I remember there was something that Daniel said recently, I think it was a GQ uh, or Essence that he was talking to about how he had, you know, thought he was gonna take a break from acting right before he did get out. Yeah. And he took that break and then he met with Jordan and yes. ended up doing Get Out. And, you know, so I think it's, again, everybody should follow their instincts and know that if it's time for you to take a break, take a break. Just know that what's for you is always going to yeah. be for you. Yes. yes. And do you feel like, I mean, you said in, in this article that you're sort of in this next phase of your life. Yeah. Where you want to be with your nephews and your nieces. And you're thinking about, like, your personal life in a way that you've never thought about it before. Absolutely. Because, again, I started so young. It kind of the only, it's like a kid that starts doing football, you know, or yeah. basketball. Yeah. This is all I care about. Yeah. But then as time goes on, you, you you get more interest. You think about love. You think about family. You yeah. think about, oh, I missed a graduation. Or I missed the, mm -hmm. my, you know, so you start. <laughs> don't, no, Kiki, don't get baby fever around those kids, okay? So it's so true that yeah. you start caring about things that you really didn't, you know, you didn't yes. have before. And I think, again, it's about balance. Yes. I think that's what I want more than anything in my life, you know, is to have the balance of, of all the things I want. Yeah. Ooh, so you're going to show us a picture of that man in the commercial break. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Kiki was sticking around, but it's Justin just scared her off. No, she's sticking around. We're going to play a new game in honor of the Ooh. fact that she is, let's face it, the Internet's favorite meme oh. queen. Don't go away. <laughs> what you going to do, like? Oh, my gosh. Fun. Okay, you know we love games around here, so in honor of our guest actress and singer Kiki Palmer, we're playing a new game called Meme Queens. Okay, so no one is better at being mean more than Kiki herself, so here's the deal. Okay. We're gonna put up a meme caption, and we have five seconds to grab some props and create a matching pose, mm. creating our own meme. Okay, this could go great or it could fail, but who cares? It's you know only I mean? gonna go great. It's, it's gonna go great. great. Okay, so let the memeing be begin. This okay, one first. is just for Kiki, are you okay, ready? Okay, I'm ready, let me okay. get to it. It's the time when you're on a date and he calls you by the wrong name. Ho! Oh. And you, any profit you want. Don't even on a date and he calls you by the wrong name? Yes! Okay. <laughs> okay, ready? Five. Ready, five. Four. Four. Three. Three. Two. Two. One. one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Wait, that's gonna go viral. Okay, this one is for Kiki and Justin. Are you okay. ready? Okay, Jay. Okay, it's when he walks by 
guy in his hoochie daddy shorts. Ready, Kiki and Justin? In his hoochie daddy Go. shorts. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes! Okay, okay, okay. Kiki and Jenna, it's okay. your turn, okay. Okay, okay, okay. When you're showing your friend photos of your kids and your thirst trap pops up, ready, Kiki and Jenna, go. Okay. when you're with your friends at the club and your ex walks by. Ready? Oh God. Okay. I'll be the ex. Okay, go ahead. Okay, okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we had to get that one together oh, quick. Yeah, yeah, we were like, hey, oh we're walking gosh. to the club first and foremost. Okay, right, I'm like, I told the bouncer who he was. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Kiki, will you come and do a concert for us sometime? Yes! If it was here, she'd be asking that. So I gotta speak for my girl. You know I'm ready to sing on cue. Right, well, and can yes. I background dance? Of course! Wait, you're ready to sing on cue? Lip gloss sticky. Attitude. Oh, you know, that's not for the <laughs> That's day. not for the daytime show. I was gonna say. <laughs> don't keep going. Okay, wait, we also have to talk about your outfit. Oh my gosh. premiere. Oh! Can, can we see it? Can we Where see it? is it? Where is this photo? A little Mark Jacobs runway moment. You guys, outfit at the premiere. it killed me. It she said outfit at the premiere. You know, oh, there it is. Yeah. Oh. Is that the sexiest you felt as Yeah, a woman? you know what? I don't really go too crazy on the carpet. Sometimes I usually do a traditional type vibe. Yeah. So I really felt, I mean, I think it was also the vibe of the movie. I was feeling yes. very sci-fi futuristic. So when I saw that, I just immediately was like, this is the look. This is it. Yeah. Well, very and, alien. Yes. Very otherworldly. Okay. We have the gloves on. Mm -hmm. You know what? This movie is fantastic. People are going to love it. See it in the theaters, y'all. Yes, you got to see it yeah. in IMAX. It's big. Yes. It's big. It's IMAX. Great. Hoyta did an incredible job on the cinematography. And the story is great. You know, I hope you enjoy our it's performances. It's amazing. Fun movie. It's about siblings. It's yep. about dedication love and love. It's all and spectacle. Spectacle. Ooh. All about spectacle, you guys. You can catch a note from our sister company, Universal Pictures. It's in theaters and IMAX this Friday. Yeah, go see it. And we'll be back right after this. Thank you, Kiki. Hi everyone, I'm Jenna Bush Hager from Today with Hoda and Jenna and the Read with Jenna Book Club. There's nothing I love more than sharing my favorite reads with all of you, except maybe talking to the exceptional authors behind these stories. And that's what I'll be doing on my podcast, Read with Jenna. I'll be introducing you to some of my favorite writers. These conversations will leave you feeling inspired and entertained. To start listening, just search Read with Jenna wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, Willie Geist here, reminding you to check out the Sunday Sit-Down Podcast. On this week's episode, I get together with Chris Pine to talk about a career that has taken him from Star Trek to Wonder Woman, and now the new film he wrote, directed, and stars in called Pool Man. You can get our conversation for free wherever you download your podcasts. Now to the story of a man who is literally finding light in the darkness. Yeah, David Zapata was a part of the NBC family, a freelance cameraman. He's traveled the globe documenting countless stories. But it's the pictures he takes when he's off the clock he hopes will become his legacy. And Hoda sat down to talk with him. Most everyone you talk to loves lighthouses. And why is that? It's hope on the horizon. 
It's that beacon that leads you through the storm. It's lovers watching it at night. It, there, it means so many things to so many different people. For photographer Dave Zapatka, lighthouses are a flashback to his childhood by the shore. I grew up listening to the sound of the Watch Hill Lighthouse in southern Rhode Island as a kid. And on foggy nights in the summertime with the window open, I'd hear that growing up. I guess that sort of instilled this uh, innate love of lighthouses. Dave left Rhode Island and traveled the globe as a network TV cameraman, but every so often, he focused his attention skyward. Oh, well, we got stars, that's a good thing. When digital cameras came along, he made an incredible discovery. With the right equipment and lighting, he could capture his subjects at night, beaming in a sea of stars. In history, we don't have pictures of lighthouses working at night. They don't exist because the film couldn't do this. I think you have to love something to shoot as beautifully as you shoot. Because I don't think you can look at something like that if you don't feel it. Oh, I agree with that. And it's burning inside me. If you look up at a lighthouse and there are the lights streaming out from there, it almost looks like godlike because you've got the light, you've got the shadow from the structure of the lighthouse, and it's helicoptering. And you, you go, wow, that's beautiful. It's breathtaking. One picture followed another, and in his free time, Davis spent the last nine years documenting hundreds of lighthouses. Yeah, it's still way too early. Though his subjects remain steadfast. So these are the slick ones. Ah. Reaching them can be treacherous. Nope, that's slick. From crashing waves to slick rock scrambles. Yeah, I'm just stuck in a rock. To remote destinations. A little bit further out, then we get the reflection. But that perfect shot delivers a lifetime of perspective. So when you look up and it's the perfect moment, you see a million stars. Tell me what you see and feel in that moment. I'll just lay down and look up, and the Milky Way is right above you. You see the entire sky. I am this big. I'm, I'm smaller than that because it is so vast, and most people can't see that. You have to get out where it's really, really dark to fully appreciate how vast the universe is and how infinitely small we are. It's so funny, kind of at the, at the end of your news career, you really found what rings your bell. There's a beauty in that that, I, that is more fulfilling to me because in TV, I shoot a story, it goes on the air, it's gone. Poof. Poof, gone. So now I have something tangible to hang on the wall that I never had in 30 years, 40 years of television. Portraits of our nation's seaside guardians, once a permanent fixture, but these beacons are slowly fading away. Now with climate, with storms that are stronger, lighthouses are starting to be more imperiled. And then the Coast Guard with the new technology, GPS especially, right. are no longer needed. For me, it's trying to capture these before they disappear. Because remember, one time there were 1,600 lighthouses in the country. There's only a, a roughly around 800 left that are still operating. What do you hope your grandkids remember you for in, in, in this light? Oh, look what Grandpa did. He left us with something for the world to have. One man 
leaving the light on for generations to come. What a beautiful story, yes, beautiful pictures. And David has compiled his photos into a book, USA Stars and Lights, Portraits from the Dark. Proceeds go to fund his photo project and the United States Lighthouse Society. Mm -hmm. We'll be back right after this. musical Come From Away made its Broadway debut in 2017. It's the beautiful, true story of a small town in Newfoundland, Canada that suddenly found itself hosting 7,000 airline passengers who were stranded on 9-11. Jen Kalella is a Tony-nominated original cast member. Jen, welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. Jen, this is a beautiful, beautiful show. It's one that has kept Broadway entranced for the last several years. Your last show is October Second. Second. That's right. What do you think that'll feel like? Oh, I think it's going to be extraordinarily sweet and moving and, and difficult. It's been a wonderful part. Uh, it's been wonderful to be a part of such a legacy of kindness. Yeah. Yes. Yes, in a time when we need it Oh, for most. sure. And, and it's so crazy because I heard that this is actually based on real people, yeah. and you have become friends with the person you played. Tell us about That's that. That's exactly right. I played Captain Beverly Bass, who was the first female captain for American Airlines, yeah. and she and I have become friends over the past seven years so I visited her in her house uh, in oh. Florida I've seen her drive her boat with her feet <laughs> um, she's an extraordinary woman and I feel really really lucky by the way this will continue to tour so people can see yes. it all over that's right yeah absolutely the legacy will continue absolutely uh, this show will open your heart it will make you believe in all the goodness that is in this world and you only have a few months left so go see it y'all what are you waiting for come, I know. to come from away on Broadway check it out and we'll be right Oh my gosh, can we thank Justin, y'all, for being here today? Thank you. Thank and you don't guys. forget, y'all, set your DVRs because you can catch him weekdays on Daily Pop on our sister network. E. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow, you guys, we've got from the new series, The Resort, we've got William Jackson Harper. Plus, our newest fave follow, the 12 year old who snacks interviews with Jay-Z and Alicia Keys. She's amazing, and Hoda and I are gonna take over a rock center ice cream shop. We call her Scoops. We call her Scoops. Today's Bye, Thursday. I love Tomorrow you. is Friday. Friday. <laughs> Hello, parents, homeschoolers, and teachers. Trusty narrator here from the Who Smarted Podcast. Our 15-minute episodes are perfect for car rides, bedtime, break time, class time, or any time. We make learning science and history fun and funny for 7 to 11-year-olds with new episodes every week. Look for Who Smarted on any podcast platform or at whosmarted.com. And teachers get a free subscription to our ad-free version by clicking educators at whosmarted.com.